The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning. And such a good morning it is. And such a familiar story we have today. It is one of the first ones that we kids learnt back in Sunday school. When we gathered around the Sunday school teacher and those of us of, uh, of many, many years, probably more than we deserve, can look back and remember things like flannel graph stories, where um, uh, the Sunday school teacher told the story with a, 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 an almost iconic way of, of showing you, of putting you right there into it. And even this morning, if I were to close my eyes in the silence of holy, eternal memory, I can still hear my mother softly sing-songing, Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. He climbed up in the sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. And as the Savior passed him by, he looked up in the tree and said, Zacchaeus, you come down, for I'm going to your house today. Now to understand this lesson, we really need to put it into context. It's not just a cute little story. It is the very story of our salvation. About 30 years before the gosp this gospel today, about the time that the Lord Jesus himself was born to Holy Mary in Bethlehem, in another part of Israel, another baby boy was born. And while the birth of this precious one was not heralded by angels, nor greeted by gifts from shepherds, and gifts from wise men who came from afar, his birth was nonetheless a moment of great joy and great hope for his parents. And so there should be hope and joy at the birth of every child. For every child, even though still in the womb, carries the hope of the world. At the proper time, this child's faithful Jewish parents took the little boy to the temple <clears throat> and lifted him up and prayed that he would be faithful to God and to his law. Like the writer of the Hebrews, they prayed that the boy would have a good conscience in all things, live honorably. They saw the beauty that God had created. They saw the very image of God in the infant in their arms. And so they named him Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, which translated means the pure and innocent one. Good name to give a child for it speaks of the very image that the child was given, Zacchaeus, the pure and innocent one. 
as they raised him, and as he grew, they called out his name, Zacchaeus, you're an innocent one, come here. Sometimes they may have said, Zacchaeus. Uh, my mother often had a spin when she said John Stephen that I can still remember. <laughs> and my father really did. They said this in the hope that he would fulfill the promise of the potential of the name that they had given him. But in his youth, he rebelled against them. And he rejected the good conscience of the law and of his father's. Even so, even when he rebelled, even when he rejected, they continued to call upon the name and the image that they had given him. They continued to call him Zacchaeus. They didn't call him a dirty little jerk. They didn't make up a new nickname for him to degrade him. They called him by the name that they had given him, Zacchaeus pure and innocent one. Perhaps they called it in hope that one day he would remember the promise of his name. But Zacchaeus continued to choose the dark side. He turned not only against the spirit of the law, but against the very conscience of his community. He betrayed the trust that his community had given him. He became a collector of taxes, and he used his privilege to amass a fortune at the expense of his neighbors. The evil of the root of the love of money had so entangled this son of Abraham that he seemed to have forgotten the promise of the name that he had been given. But the Savior was passing nearby. And some long-forgotten urge stirred in Zacchaeus's heart. He had heard talk in the marketplace about how the Messiah was coming, and somehow it drew him. He tried to barge his way through the crowd, but he was a small man and couldn't force his way. So he used his natural ingenuity for good this time and not for evil. He received a good gift that he had turned for evil, and today he used that good gift of ingenuity for good. He used the desire that God had put in him for good this day and not for the acquisition of evil riches. He scouted the situation, and he climbed up into a sycamore tree to see and perhaps to hear the Messiah. The Savior was passing by. The Holy One of Israel was passing by, and he was looking for Zacchaeus. He who is from all ages pure and innocent was looking for this one so named who had not lived up to the promise of his name. He who is the very image of the Father 
is looking for those who bear the image but have not kept it. Or have kept it and have allowed it to become graffitied upon, to be dirtied, to be dragged in the mud. He who is the very image of the Father is looking for us. He knows us. He knows our names. He knows our need. Our Lord stopped and called Zacchaeus by name. Our Lord saw in Zacchaeus the hope of the promise that Zacchaeus' parents had seen shining in his birth when they named him pure and innocent one. Jesus had come to this crossroads to restore the image that had fallen, to restore the name that had been sullied. He called Zacchaeus, as he calls to each of us today, he calls to each of us by, the, by not just the nickname that we've been given, but he calls us by the meaning of our name, whatever that meaning is. To Sarah, he calls to a princess. That's the only one I really know really well. <laughs> to Benjamin, uh, uh, the son of my people. He calls to each of us by, the, by, the, by the, the mystical meaning of the name that you are given, particularly the name that you are given at your baptism, that saint whose virtue passed to you. Jesus calls us by name. And he calls to Zacchaeus and he says, Make haste, stay at your house. The pure and holy one comes to the house of the sinner, the house of the sinner who has fallen from purity and holiness. And when Jesus comes in to the house of us sinners, the grip of our sin is broken by his presence we begin to be changed. We begin to be like him when he comes into our house and abides there. When he comes, we repent. When his light shines on us, we are enlightened. And in the repentance of, re of in the restoration of, that comes with repentance, fourfold of all that was done is voluntarily made right with great joy. Such a lesson. Make right those things that you may have made wrong. That is part of your steps, if you will, to those who know what that means. We have steps along the way that ensure that our repentance takes. And one of them is to restore what you have made wrong. The cure begins. Salvation has come. He who had fallen from purity and innocence is in a moment restored to purity and innocence. Washed clean. Just like that baby dunked in the water. Coming out pure naked. Coming out with all the brightness that God had given. That's what you are. Whatever you came there with. Today our Lord comes not just to Zacchaeus, but to each one of us. He calls us by name. He calls to you. He calls to me. I must stay at your house today. 
not just pass by your house, but I must stay at your house today. Our Lord sees the purity and the beauty that we were created for because he made us that way. He fashioned us in our mother's womb to be that way. And that's why he became incarnate when he saw that we had fallen. As blessed St. Athanasius said, he could not endure to see the race of men left as they were. So he became incarnate to restore it. He came to restore the beauty that we had fallen from. And when he looks at us, he does not see our sin. He does not see our wickedness, our fallenness, that which is ever before us. For his blood has washed and covered all of our iniquities. Though I know my sin, and it is ever before me, he looks at me and he sees the promise of purity and innocence. He sees beyond the icon that has fallen. He sees to the essence of that icon that was given. And oh, that we might see ourselves this way when we look at ourselves that we might pass beyond, I know my sin and my sin is ever before me, to come to where we see that purity and innocence that we were made for. May we see one another that way. May we see the promise of those we pass on the street in that way, even though they may be Zacchaeus. Oh, that tax collector that Republican, that Democrat, that whatever you want to divide yourselves up from, that poor man, that homeless guy. Oh, that we might see the promise that is there that was given to every one of them, to every one of them, not just those of our limited circle. He looks at you and he sees the promise. Oh, that we might see everyone that way. And with joy, may we meet the Lord who has come to our house, for he has come here not just to pass by on a Sunday, but he has come here to stay here and to fulfill the promise for which we were born to the glory of God the Father.